Yo, good day, good vibes, good people. I'm Jay Hollins. This is Sean. Welcome to episode 24 of Fake Decent, the podcast. It's Fake Decent. Decent. Yeah, man. All right, man. Let's get to this motherfucking uh, docket this week. Let's 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 start out with all these extravagant ass proms, man. I don't want to. So my thing is, do you, all right, are, are black folks doing too much for their graduates for prom? I mean, I've seen some extra, over extravagant shit. Motherfuckers done bought out horses and carriages and I seen the little dude with the orange shit with the whole sheer cape. Ooh, baby. The, that was the first thing came to mind. It, yes. And it wasn't orange. It was orange. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was naranja. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it was. It was. Um, you know, I, I saw some stuff that I thought wasn't even going to fit in the damn car. It's like, how you going to ride with that? That one chick um, looked like a peacock. They had, yes, with the, the, the blue and the purple. She and like, then yeah, there was one chick it, that looked like, um, she looked like the villain from um, The Little Mermaid. It was all spread out. and it, it, Yeah. I don't, mm. Personally, do what you do. I wouldn't be doing all of that. There's I mean, bigger fish to fry. Lamborghinis and Rolls There's, Royces. And absolutely. And you talking about for, for one day. For four hours. And then at this point, we so restricted with everything that we do with the pandemic. You really can't even get your money's worth like that. Um, I personally wouldn't do it, but congratulations to you all who are. Congratulations. Um, a part hey, of it. Them PPP loans been real good to y'all. Man, yeah. PPP been popping. They was doing it before they that. I'm just waiting on the motherfucker to bring a giraffe out because I know it's coming. Stop it. Somebody did something that was like on some African royalty and had some animals. I oh, saw man, something. No. So that was a couple of years ago. Too. I just want to see a giraffe in Inglewood. That's all I want to see. Somebody get a fucking giraffe. We done passed the monkeys, the tigers, all of that. You want Now, monkeys giraffe. are violent. Giraffes just, you know, they going to cool as long as they, they got. Yeah. As long as they, as long as, you know, you ain't fucking with them. You know what I mean? And you feeding them and shit. They good with you. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Giraffes I, I, probably snap too. You don't want to get oh no. no you you don't want to get no neck the wrong way. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Not the neck. Bang bang. Did you see? <laughs> hey, did you see that one video where the giraffe came out the motherfucking uh forest chasing them people? Yeah. And so I was like, what the fuck do you have to do to anger a giraffe? They motherfuckers be cooling. What did they do to piss this giraffe off? That motherfucker came out the shit uh, like, come here. Come here, nigga. Come here. You see that sideways run they got? That shit yeah. gets into the motherfucker. It you is. Like, what the fuck? And they right. was like, go, go. I was right. like, yo, what did they do to this giraffe to make it that mad? Yeah. That, but you know what? I don't want to I take that back now. I don't want to see a giraffe in Inglewood because niggas will find a way to piss that motherfucker right. off. Right. Right. Nigga tame a, 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 a giraffe in Inglewood for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, when I started seeing niggas with squirrels on leashes, I was done. You know what? I almost got put out the house. So um, whenever I go sit on the deck, the squirrels are coming there, walk along the deck and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So when Pat come out, he always, like, he reaching for slingshots. I'm like, leave him alone. So I done started naming the damn squirrels and shit. I don't know what they look like. So I'm like, Shelby is not bothering you. He be like, Shelby. Get your ass out. Like, first time I catch Shelby in the house, your ass gonna be on your the deck with her. Be, like, but, listen, but I put do, your ass on the outside of the door. Right. I do feed the squirrels. <laughs> I they know you be feeding. That's why they, Eddie that's why they the go squirrels. Party. Who? Eddie, my grandbaby. She be like, see? And she put the food down and they'll go eat it. And she look at me like, like, don't tell Pop Pop. Listen, 
See, and that's why the motherfuckers be hanging out. They like, oh, they go to lady with the food. Man, please. Hey, Alexa just done. Right. You can't do that, G. Alexa like, took over the podcast. She the feds, Look man. at Alexa, you bitch ass nigga. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, shut your ass up. But no, um, look, but man. This is what I've heard. Le- look, them squirrels probably keeping the possums and shit away from my porch. Anything keep a possum away is cool with me. But um, what I've been told as far as some of these extravagant um Proms. celebrations and proms and things of that nature um a lot of people we we live in a fucked up society a lot right. of people feel like they may not live long enough to celebrate so many things I you know it. you feel like I mean, okay, it is fucked up yeah, out here i get out of high school who's to say you know with the way shit is set up that i'm gonna yeah. make it to college or yeah. if i make it to college am i gonna make it through uh, will i have a chance to get married People wrapping their whole life up in a fucking prom. Yeah. Look, my son just told me, he said, Dad, everybody pregnant, dead, or incarcerated. He said, that's what it is. Oh, he got school. it now? He yeah. got it? Yeah. He see it now. He's like, like he said, man, everybody big, big and pregnant, in jail, or dead. He's like, that's why I got to get up out of here. I said, oh, okay. Bye. Like, you you see it. Mm-hmm. I, hey, I ain't even got to listen. You know, so I, I just needed you to see it. So isn't I, it great as a parent when your child come back and tell you something that you told them 30 times like you didn't know the shit. They come right. back and school you with your shit. Man, you was right, Pop. You was right. Nigga, I knew I was right when I said it. You just got to make sure it's more than just lip service, though. That's Man. true. I don't even say I'm, I am I know no more. I'm like, for real. And then I say some more shit to make her elaborate. I want to see how deep in the shit she is. Oh, you do get it. Okay. Yeah, and I, I'm seeing that and he... <laughs> He, that mean the intricacies of it. He get it now. He just gotta execute it. But I get it, man. But like, listen, we ain't we ain't planning short term. We planning long term. Cause Absolutely. like I told him, I was like, listen, hey man, you gonna be an adult way longer than you was a kid. Facts. You know what I mean. So you gotta have this grown shit together. You know what I mean. Youth is very short. It's very short. Being grown is very long if you live. You know, even shit. If even if you live fifty years, that's motherfucking uh thirty years that you was grown as opposed to motherfucking uh uh twenty. Sorry. You know what I mean? So listen, it, it it's a very what what not I say you're gonna be older way longer than you're gonna be younger. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you it's gotta get this to shit get together. Though. So but I, God damn it ain't no easy walk. I don't have a problem with the prom shit. I just feel like it can be dialed back a little bit, you know what I mean? Because, you know, it's a formal, so you're supposed to be, you know, good and shit like that. But, like, you know, niggas is doing carriages and monkeys and tigers and all type of shit. And, yeah, I mean, it's a bit much. But, hey, man, it ain't my money. And it's, then it's, going it's, back to an apartment right. that they rent. That's yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So shit, just going back. They out outside the apartment with this shit. You know what I'm saying? Sure. You apartment 4B with a goddamn... Right, you all this shit yeah, going on in front of a 24-unit courtway yeah. building. Yeah, right. <laughs> Damn. And that's a fact. Listen, my thing is this. I'm fine with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can do all you want, but I don't want to hear shit about how broke you are six months from now. Ooh, you don't your, you put up a GoFundMe. You take Right. You took yourself off the list because I'm going to be like, hey, so what the fuck was going on with the Maserati? You know what I'm saying? No, nah, fuck that shit. I hate you, though. <laughs> I hear that. Uh, you asked me for thirty dollars, and you just had a whole monkey. You just had a whole monkey opening up a carriage for your daughter to come through. 
and her little mermaid dress. Yes. But now you need $30 from me. I was looking at this documentary yesterday on Moonshine, and they were talking about how they, um, you know, in the country and how they have to ferment things. And oh, they had okay, this yeah. and do this and that and the other. Yeah. And they said that they always made their moonshine on Sunday mornings because all the nosy people was at church. Yep. <laughs> I laughed so fucking hard because I was yep. like, yeah, boy. Sounds about right. Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah. And all the motherfuckers that was in the juke joint the night before in, in church smelling like moonshine. Yeah. Talking about praise him and won't he do it. Won't he will. Right. <laughs> when your ass was out here juicing and fornicating and shit last Baby, night. Baby, look, you know that's, uh, he know my heart. That's right. Like, he know my heart. He's still working on me, face ass. Yes, yes. <laughs> that, that's Work everybody in progress line. God's still working on me, and he know my heart. Man, if you a hoe, just say that. <laughs> oh, okay. Thotty McGillicuddy. I was Thotty McGillicuddy once upon a time, but I own my shit. Oh, once upon a time, not long, long ago, ago, I was a hoe. Hey. And I'm in it. I don't <laughs> Goddamn right. Listen. It oh, my God. Motherfucking, goddamn it, uh, there ain't no distribution going on now in this motherfucker. Oh, Lord. Now, we not going back there. Next. <laughs> Next. You start singing That's about penis again. I was dropping dick off. You know what I mean? Dropping Go ahead. Off. Uh, Go ahead. I'm dropping dick off. Oh, I'm dropping dick off. Once upon a time, I was, you know. And Damn shame now. I like the song. Hey. A little fake ass dropping right. dick off. <laughs> the hey. FedEx remix. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you want the overnight or you want the two days? That's right. No, What can Brown do? What can Brown do for you? Money. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there we go. Like, listen, a oh. hey, ground gonna take you about three to five days. Then you got the two day, but that overnight gonna cost you. And then express a kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's the whiskey or if my level of I ignorance has increased since starting this podcast. But I'm with the shits. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> hey, man, let's get off of here before we get in trouble. Address issues. All right, man. Barack Hussein Obama, our former president, what was he, uh, number 44, he said that he wanted to do more for black people, but he couldn't because his hands were tied and he, you know, he faced a lot of opposition. Nigga, if you were scared, just say that. Institutional constraints. If you were scared, just say that. Because every other president came in and showed you they didn't give a fuck about nothing but they people. But the thing is, you had to placate the motherfucking liberal white folks that put you right. there. You know what I'm saying? Because they cool with you doing shit for gay people. They cool with you doing shit for Asian people. They cool with you doing shit for police. They cool with you doing all type of shit, right? But what they not cool with is if you say, hey, I did this for black folks. You know what I'm saying? And you knew... Oh my God, he's he's gonna. Oh my, the black people are taking over. Like, listen, and when I hear white people be like, "We're losing," I'm looking for my nigga prize in the mail every day, and it ain't came yet. <laughs> like, I'm like, no, ain't here yet. Going. My mail been slow too. Yeah, like, listen, because when they say they're losing, what the fuck are we winning? Hey man, my nigga prize ain't came yet. No. I, I would like it no if anybody knows where it is. You know, um, yeah, like. Hey, I Run mean, that. U.S. Post Office, whatever. You know, I'm looking right. for my prize for being black and shit, man. Yeah, um, throw the tag on the door. I'll come pick it up from the hood right, if I got listen, to. Right, like, listen, you know, I mean, shit. Yeah, a location in each direction from my crib. Just let me know which one is that. I'm showing up to get it. 
So when they get to talking about that, man, here's the thing. You placated to those people in Pekin, Illinois. Like, listen, I ain't never seen a motherfucking black dude sit amongst all, uh, white folks in Pekin, Illinois. You know, uh, Pekin, P-E-K-K-K-I-N, and they loved you. You see what I'm saying? And these were so-called moderate Democrats in Pekin. But, you know, <laughs> listen, that football team is called the Peking Chinks. Damn. Yeah. You can't get <laughs> Only no you more. Only you would know that. I mean, Central Central Illinois, me and Liz had to go there. Uh, when I first got down to ISU, I was um, a third kid at this spot called Athletic Market. It was a sneaker store. And they shut down. We weren't supposed to shut down until April. They shut down in February on us. So, you know. Me and a couple of the homies and a couple of employees, we got our money's worth up out of there. Let's just say that. Um, but I had to drive to Pekin where their home office was um, to get my last check. And that check was about, you know, $700. You know, when you were college, $700 a lot of motherfuckers. That's a lot of money. So me and, me and uh, Liz hop in the whip. We drive there. We get out the car at the Pekin Mall. It was Somebody had a great name in the back of a pickup. That motherfucker... Saw Liz get out the car, didn't didn't blink. Motherfucker saw me get out the car. That motherfucker stood up looking at me like, nigga, do you know where you at? Like me and this dog had a whole conversation without, you know what I'm saying? He looked at me, I'm looking at him, and he looking at me like, get the fuck out of here, fam. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? This is how he looking at me. He looking at me like, nigga, no. And I'm looking at him like, I understand, bro, but they got my money and I need that shit. They got my paper. So... You I need had to, to bang talk on. to somebody. You, they, I had my bang on me too. You know what I mean? But, but you're sitting up here legitimizing your conversation with an Look, animal. Look, we had the whole <laughs> eyeball. Me and this great Dane had the whole eyeball conversation. And he remembers it from the. Listen, yeah. he looked at me like, nigga, do you know where you at? And I looked at him like. <laughs> he cut off for the second episode in a row. I got his glass. No, no, rock. no. Look. He looked at. Look. He looking to me like, I'm like, nigga, they got my money. I'm going to get this. So we go get it. Like, we in the mall and people looking, looking at us. And I'm like, hey, yeah. Hey, the niggas are coming. You know, I just, it's like, you know, I, I just need my money. Went, got my money. And the owner of the place like, oh, you show. Nigga, you think I'm going to come in and get my money? Walked right up out that bitch. Got in the car. Peeled back off to Bloomington Normal. Without issue. You know, I, but this is the people that Barack was having to barbecue with these people, shit like that. Right. Now imagine him, all of these people from Pekin who put him in office just in this state. Oh, he signed what for the niggers? Yeah. Ah! You know, pass out and shit. You know what I mean? Like, because these are the people that help get you in office. These are the people that are only, you know, for equity and speak. And then they run back into their little gated communities and they hate your black ass too. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So by your hands were tied, you didn't want to bite the hand that fed you. But again, this is why I, I always say like, listen, they'll constantly give you motherfuckers who look like you, but they're not of your culture. But Rock was raised by two white people in Hawaii. He ain't from the culture. Same thing with Kamala. She was raised by an Indian woman. Right. You know what I mean? Which was her mom, you know? And this is the same woman. I'm not going to do anything that specifically benefits black people, but then she signs this <laughs> anti-Asian hate bill. Hate bill. <laughs> right. And now we're looking at you like, uh, hey, bitch, remember? Hey, hi. 
You know what I mean? Like, uh, is this thing on? And this is why I tell y'all motherfuckers, be careful, beware the Trojan horse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The motherfucker look like you, but it's not of you. You know, because they ain't never gonna uh, 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 allow, I mean, and we can make it happen, but they won't allow it if we leave it within their power, right? A motherfucker who's of us and from our culture to really get into that office. Cause you see when said was like, if we had a real black president, when when he had his own show and he was like, well, Mr. President, last night we saw you and he was like, uh-uh, dog, my wife here. Yeah. But you gonna, and they came off the podium, dog, you just gonna keep asking me these motherfucking questions and my wife, because Absolutely. you know that's how that shit gonna go. Absolutely, which ain't means gonna Jay be no beer will garden. never be president. Yeah, which means and like- And you'll never be wearing chucks and pearls for my black ass <laughs> Like, dog, you just gonna, Oh, we saw you in the strip club last night. Nigga, my wife is here. But you, excuse me, ladies. Hey, fam, go on, step outside. Me and you got to have a conversation. But you know what? You also have to look at this. So what kills me is that every president has done things in their own right. And my grandmother used to always tell me that I would cut my nose off to spite my own face. I'm like, well, if the nose acting funny, that bitch don't deserve to smell. You know, if, if you a problem, you got to go. You gotta if, go. If I feel some type of way about something, I'm going to do what I got to do regardless of the recourse. Every president has taken their hit for what they felt was right. Trump came in right after Barack showed his whole entire ass, didn't give a fuck about being racist, didn't give a fuck about being unfair, didn't give a fuck about people. being self-serving. He did what the fuck he wanted to do. And okay, Barack, you tap dance your first term. term. Second term, they couldn't do shit to you. You ain't had no more elections. There was you. nothing else to lose as a black man. I'm going to use that term a little loosely, but as a black man as a father of black children, as the husband of a black wife, there has to be a point where you stand up for what you supposedly believe in. You had all these issues in 2012 where you said as much as you could about Trayvon. You said as much as you could in 2014 about uh, Mike Brown and the whole Ferguson shit. You did this, you did that. At some point, balls to the walls, motherfucker. Trump but did you, it for no yeah, fucking reason no at reason. all. Just and you I'm felt here? like you couldn't do it when your whole fucking race is being desecrated, when children are dying, when you're raising kids that could potentially be putting all this bullshit at a later date. I mean, as a parent, as a black man, as a fucking president, you were in a pretty good position to make some fucking noise. Hey, like and you gone minister, and you still ain't making noise. Like the brother minister said, you got to understand before he was elected, he was selected. Yeah, yeah. You so he was groomed. You, you know? know, so 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 my whole thing with that is this. I don't be wanting to hear that shit because, you know, and I, I know I always piss off the Baracus Jesus crowd. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Like, listen, y'all motherfuckers stay mad at me. You ain't going to do shit. But um, I, I just I always say, like, listen, he was a great symbol. And I always say that. Yeah. He was a great symbol. Nothing else. Like, listen, um, in the midst of motherfuckers getting killed, motherfuckers of my hue getting killed, you signed a blue alert law. You signed a law to protect police when they was killing us. You signed a law to protect them. Yeah, nigga. Oh, you thought I forgot. Oh, you thought I forgot. You thought I forgot. You had put up on, you, you, you put up on 
them them motherfucking shoes and you sat at that thing and you signed it. You thought I forgot, didn't you, nigga? Nope, didn't forget. In the midst of Trayvon Martin and Mike Brown, you signed the law protecting police. You whole ass nigga, you. Listen, I love you as a symbol, but as a man, you got some shit, some things to atone for. And also, I pissed people off when I said he's partially to blame for pussifying the image of black men globally, of of of, men, of black men in America. Because that beer garden shit, that pussify. I'm like, listen, remember once upon a time, like, um, oh, that was David Banner who said, I asked my white friend, said, once upon a time, were you, you, were you afraid to call a black man a nigger? Yeah, I was, I was terrified because I knew I would get the shit slapped out of me and my ass whooped. Are you afraid now? No, because the worst they're going to do is pull out their phone and put it on social media and not do shit about it. Mm-hmm. Millennials and Gen Z, we got y'all to thank for that shit. That was y'all soft-ass president that did that shit, right? Listen, because if you do that shit to me, we still going to move some furniture, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen... Uh, yeah, we gonna move some shit around, and and we gonna bounce off some shit and possibly the concrete. So, um, yeah, I always that beer garden shit. That was the perfect opportunity for you to say, "Hey, these cops were wrong. These cops assumed this. You invited these motherfuckers for a beer, and they still walked away. Was like, all right, like, whatever, fuck nigga. nigga. Yeah. Fuck, right. fuck you. All right, we right. came to Washington D.C. to have some free beers with the president. Thanks, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, like. You these niggas knew who Dr. Henry Louis Gates was, but they were upset. Like, listen, most of these motherfuckers don't really pass psych evaluations. Mm-hmm. Most of these motherfuckers were bullied in school or they're closet racist. You know what I mean? And these are the motherfuckers. Like the FBI told y'all motherfuckers what six years ago that this what this is what was happening to police forces across the fucking mm-hmm. country, and nobody lived. They they said that shit during Barack's tenure. So they heard it, but they just didn't give a fuck. It wasn't what they cared about. You know, when you they ain't ca- talking what, about what a motherfucker care about, you ain't said shit. Hey, when the feds keep tapping on the president and the Department of Justice door like, hey, fam. Hey, fam. And you're like, well, uh, I don't know. You know, my hands are tied. Uh, I don't. Boy, get your bitch ass out of here. If you're scared, nigga, say you're scared. That's all I'm saying. Don't, don't give me the fucking, like, right now, you know, Michelle selling books and you need you probably got a book coming out and you need these speaking gigs. So now a lot of these motherfucking black kids that you're going in front of are like, yeah, nigga, we not voice. excited by you. Yeah. You didn't do shit. At all. And all you did was sit here. You want to come out now and say that you had constraints while you were in office. Okay, well, you don't have those constraints anymore. What the fuck has changed? And you still won't speak you're up. You're still not doing anything. You still won't speak up. You know, but that's a part of the culture's fault for accepting charisma. Accepting excuses. And accepting motherfuckers like who ain't of your culture. Like, listen, just here's the thing. Just because a motherfucker look like you don't mean they of your tribe. Just because and, they, they they skin folk don't mean they kin folk. And I always tell motherfuckers, I said, listen, and, 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 and I say this respectfully and disrespectfully. Black people need to become more tribal. We need to become more tribal in how we move. Like, listen, um... Everybody has their struggle. But until we get what we want, you can't sit with us. And that's that's how I feel all the time. Like, like, listen, I was just telling my wife, who's Mexican, I was like, listen, Latinas deserve their space, like, you know, for them. 
And 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 it's cool if nobody else is invited in. Everybody deserves a space. She's like, well, you know how how it is because it was some shit going on with her sorority, right? I was like, she's like, well, you know, but then we get called out of it. Who gives a fuck? If this is my space, this is my space, and I'm unapologetic about it. That's, that's the problem. And that's the thing. You, don't be worried about what anybody else is gonna say. What works for you works with you. Your marriage, you ain't inviting no more dick into it, and you can't be blamed for that. You know, whatever your space is and whatever your thing is, you got to just have that because dealing with other cultures sometimes, dealing with other people, genders, just dealing with life in general can be overwhelming as fuck. You do have to have something have that have is just for you. And even if you happen to be Mexican and the other motherfuckers in the space is Mexicans too, then you have your Mexican space, whatever is therapeutic. Mm -hmm. But everybody ain't invited. Everybody ain't invited. Everybody is yeah. not invited. That's a fact. You know, I... Integration can be a bitch. Integration was the worst shit that ever happened to us. <laughs> okay. And I say that all the time. And people be like, oh, my God. I said, because if you look at our community pre-integration, you have black bit. Even let's take the West Side, Sean. Remember when we was little? You had black businesses all up and down motherfucking Madison. Everybody, all grandparents owned Everybody everything. owned a candy store or, laundromat, or a laundromat or a gas station mm -hmm. or a little little corner store, a little grocery store. You know what I mean? The, even the little local grocery store was black owned. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like yep. at like and as we integrated and 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 we start moving over to where white folks was feeling like that water was wetter. It wasn't. We lost it all. It forced us to be self-sufficient. Right. Mm -hmm. It forced us to be self-sufficient. So while you was running to their shit, they came to your shit and bought up everything. Absolutely. And charged your ass $6 for a gallon of milk that was expiring in two days. Facts, though. So, <laughs> again, like, I, I mean, I've done whole spills on this shit before. Like, man, and people be like, well, I said integration was the worst shit that ever happened to us. And, and, and not like, just integration on a racist level integrating of anything that is yours regardless mm -hmm. of what it is can be detrimental it's it's not always the, the right thing to do be okay with that's the problem a lot of motherfuckers just can't handle being with themselves be right. more tribal you can't sit with us if you if, if you're exactly. not on the same accord like listen i want to see you eat just not at my table uh -huh. And 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 that'd be some real shit for me. You know what I mean? Like, listen, I want to see you eat, just not at my fucking table because we ain't even on the same wavelength, my G. We just ain't on the same. Yeah, the we way not. you chew fucking bothers me. <laughs> Stay over I don't know if I'm going that far. Like, I am going that far. I know, yeah. yeah. Be like, nigga, why are you smacking? Right. Move! Motherfucker, these motherfuckers. Them nigga, I hate them motherfuckers. Look, I can't even chew gum at home. Because apparently I chew like a prostitute. And, Wait, and my daughter How don't do like it. Chew? Baby, I don't know because the gum just be good to me. Uh -oh. But my daughter don't like it. My son don't like it. My husband don't like it. Eddie going to tell me when she starts talking, she don't like it either because they going to tell her that shit. But I chew you my gum. Numbered, huh? But hey, I chew my gum by myself. By my lonely. <laughs> I chew I'm my okay gum by my lonely. By Find my goddamn phone. self. You know? You know? But. That's what most people lack, the but, ability to be with themselves, to be listen, okay with themselves. And they keep running to people for acceptance, and they get the dick in the booty every time. Yeah, it's okay to show empathy to other people's causes without taking it on. Because I always tell people, I say, like, listen, and I, and I say this to black men in particular, you have a set of issues that are unique to you. You can't, like, be like, oh, you got to... 
respect the sister queen mother this that and the other nigga your shit ain't even together let's all sit down and get our shit together because black women are crushing it niggas gotta catch up you know what i'm saying like no nah, I, I feel you rob but i'm talking about on on the surface right like now nah, i don't feel that nah. but i'm saying they're crushing it as far as the surface goes <laughs> right as example. far as like you know, education, yeah, have to get businesses, <laughs> I, I, shit like that. See, that's that's why I, I think that I think that they're. I don't. I don't think that they're the most educated. I think no, that no, no, the no. Most I'm not, I, I don't you even agree with that. I just you think know. that's some shit they push forward. I ain't talking yeah. about them. I'm talking about the media. But I said it, it all feels like they they they're crushing it. They they because they've had to crush it because we've been so downtrodden as black men, right? Mm-hmm. So now. We're catching up. Like we're getting educated. We we the business is like, dude, we we on their ass. But what I'm saying is like we have a as black men, I I I watch niggas cape so fucking hard, like yo fam, I shit ain't even together. They already moving and shaking. We're catching them, but we have to catch up. You see what I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying. Like, like, wait for like, like, dude, you get into it. I'm getting to it. We know a gang of motherfuckers who get into it, right? But at the same time. Um, we have a set of issues that are unique to us. And the, the the thing that irks my soul, if the brothers is having a conversation, like, listen, I'm going to tell you the way that I'm wired, and, th- and this is going to be some petty shit. Oh, Lord. Listen, I posted a picture. Uh, I don't know if you saw my flashback Friday of me and my sons when they were little. Mm-hmm. I posted that picture, but then on my Twitter, I posted that, and then I posted the one from my nephew's wedding. I said, then and now. And this white girl showed up and was like, oh, three kings. And it fucked with me. And it shouldn't have. But it did. I'm like, because I was like, why are you here? I mean, and I know it was a compliment, but it's like, this, this, this ain't, hey, little mama, I appreciate why I appreciate you. You this didn't respond, really did you? No, I just let thank it go. You. I just said thank you. I said thank you. But it it, it fucked with me. And I'm like, damn, Petty does that King make me a fucking racist? Does that make me a fucking racist? But like, but then I had black and Latin women commenting on it. And I, I didn't feel nothing. I was like, oh, thanks, sis. Thanks. This. But when the white girl's like, and she got half black daughters, so I, I get it, right? And I saw I went to her page. I went, she's like, oh, three kings. I was he had like, to go check her credentials. Can you call me king? What what gives you the authority? First of to all, call I, me I, king? I was I was like, it was cringe. It was like, I was like, oh. What do I say? So I go to her shit, and I see she got two half-black daughters and shit. I'm like, okay, cool. Then she got, like, Black Lives Matter all on her shit. And, like, honestly, when I go to white people's shit, and the first thing I see is Black Lives Matter, I'm like, oh, and I tune out. You know what I mean? I tune out because it's like, okay, you one of them. You know, um, I just, it's like, dude, you don't have to cap that hard. Just be you. Look, Sean looking like you so childish. That, like, listen, I'm a, like, and white women, nothing against y'all. My my safety and my well-being comes first because I have to go home to my wife and my kids, and I need to make sure I get home to them. And being next to you, I might end up in a box for having to do something to a motherfucker for trying to do something to me for being next to you. So, honestly, like, like, and I have, like, like, listen, you know, rest in peace, like, Sarah, like, AKA Mikey. Mikey was one of my best friends. I posted a picture of me and her. Like, that was like the one person, like, 
And, and me, her and I used to talk about that shit all the time. You know, like um, when I was up in Lake County, Illinois, when me and Liz was living and working up that way. But like, honestly, they make me like fucking nervous. I'll give you a perfect example. One night we was in this place called The Cold. And it's just a little club and shit, right? And Did you say the cove? The cove, yeah. Up there by Waukegan? Uh-huh. You remember oh, the Lord. cove? Yeah, all the way back in the dark in uh-huh. that golf course. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we in there, Liz and another one of uh, her homegirls from college, I said, just meet me here. Me and some of my people going to be here. We in there. Now this fucking Italian girl is on my heels all night, all night. I don't even know this bitch, right? And like, you know, she up in my face talking to me, trying to like lick my head, kiss my head. I'm like, ah, bitch, go. So mind you, right, I'm standing there, I'm talking to my people. She walk up to me and start dancing. I'm backing up. Bitch just hugs me and like bites my neck and tries to put a hickey on my neck. And I'm like this. And at this point, guess who walks in the club? Liz. Liz. And her girl. And she looking like motherfucker. So, you know, she made a beeline over there. And I'm over there and I muffed the old girl off. And she like, who the fuck is that? I said, I don't know this bitch. She's been on me all night. Now, I'm nervous because I really <laughs> wanted to. I wanted to foot sweep the none. bitch. I do not. Right. Okay. I wanted to foot. But she, but like Liz clearly saw that I was like, bitch, get off me. So she wasn't mad at me. She was ready to scrap with the old girl. You know what I mean? So I'm like. But I really wanted to foot sweep the bitch and then body slam her. But I couldn't. You know what I mean? Because we're here. And if I do this, I'm instantly wrong and I'm going to jail. He be ready as hell. This nigga had a whole foot sweep for the bitch. But this is the position that I'm in as a black man. Dealing with this white woman who basically just sexually assaulted me. You okay? No, I'm not okay. Nigga, I'm traumatized. I'm not okay. Look at my face. This is not an okay face, nigga. I'm. I listen. Talking about this shit has my blood pressure up again. You know what I mean? It's all bad, man. It's fucked up. I wish I had one of them little dolls. Show me on the doll when she touched. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm talking. Imagine you talking to motherfucker just like, but I'm like, oh shit, what the fuck? And I look up and I see Liz standing in the motherfucking entrance like. Oh, I'm going to kill everybody. That's the face she had on it. And I'm like, huh? Don't kill me. She did this shit. Right. You know what I mean? So You trying to explain that. that but she saw me. it. She saw it. She was like, huh? And like, so she walked up. She pushed me behind her. That's the move, Liz. But you, but you see how little she is, how much big she like. She's like, get your bitch ass behind me. And you, you know went. And I went willingly. Okay. I'm back there like. Back there. Because I'm violated. Liz, y'all right. has smell good. <laughs> no, she was heated. But but this is the type of shit that I mean. Like, like I'm nervous right. around white women because I know my safety is in jeopardy. If she sneezes and falls down, I did it. You know what I mean? Like, so for me to see a nigga like Barack talking about there was nothing he could do. Nigga, you went to Harvard. You know what I mean? You know how this shit go. You know how this shit go. You know what I mean? Like, listen, I've seen motherfuckers get rape charges because they didn't want to fuck white women. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a real thing. It is. And like, this is this is like... Or because they fucked them. Yeah. And then when they brother or their daddy found out, they didn't want to admit... Me. 
that they was down with the swirl, that they initiated Shout it out and all of that. To that one football player, I can't remember who what school he was from. Them two white women came to his crib when the end, he had it all on tape. Came to his crib, crawled into bed, got naked. He smashed them both. They left. He get out the shower. They on the news talking about they were sexually assaulted, and his teammate was like, "Bro, you see this?" And his teammate was a white guy. He was like, "Hey, meet me at the police station. Bring your tapes." He's like, because I know he was like, I got this whole shit on tape. That shit was on tape. But my problem was nothing happened to them two white girls. Nothing happened to But like, so for me, like, Barack being a black man, and I use the term loosely, right? Knowing this shit, for him not to do anything to help us, I can't accept that. I can't, oh, I had, I can't, I can't accept that. Because I've seen every other president. Like, I remember Mitt Romney got in trouble when he was running. He said, like, listen, there's half the country that just ain't fucking with us and fuck them. Like, I don't give a fuck anyway. You know, I'm I'm here for y'all. And that's the realest shit ever. Yo-ho ass was trying to cater to everybody, you know, instead of just catering to the motherfuckers who really needed you. Yep, and not trying to make an impact in the world that your children, your grandchildren, I mean, even if it was a selfish reason, as a parent, I'm going to do whatever's going to benefit my child. My God child happens right to be black, so I'm on the black side of that shit. You, you just, you let it be. You've seen so many other presidents before and after you that went for their convictions, went for what they believed in, went against the grain, went against the House, the Senate, they mama. And you decided to be silent. Number one, that second term should have been balls to the walls. Right. Ain't shit you can do to me now. You felt constrained in the first one. Okay, whatever. Speak out a little bit more. Do something before you get Listen, up out that motherfucker. When I won the second election, I'd have put my balls on the desk and pissed everywhere and be like, this is what my motherfucking presidency gonna be like. Fuck you niggas. You know what and I mean? I'd and I'd have voted for you again like. if they'd opened the polls. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's, that's what it should have been like. But hey, man, look. Yeah. Scared money don't make no money, man. Y'all niggas need to quit being scared. And shit, by y'all niggas, I mean... was more of a Barack. real nigga than that 45. That was mad, wasn't he? <laughs> that nigga... What? Shit, man, wasn't he? Trump do a couple of lines, come out and just... China. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you keep calling this the China virus because it's from China. And then he get his little snort on, let you know he been, you know, he been fucking with that girl before he hit the podium and shit. Yes. But, I mean, that... Barack, a. You Thank the you out of pocket did, nigga but... of the week. You definitely the out of pocket nigga of the week. You could have kept that shit to yourself because we knew that already. You thought you was going to get some sympathy, didn't you, boy? Nope. Boy, we knew you was a hoe a long time ago. You just admitted it. You just admitted, hey, y'all, I'm sorry I was a hoe ass nigga. Apology not accepted, but you cool. You know, I I, I rock with you because I fuck with Michelle. I cut y'all yeah. about but Michelle. Thank you for I the symbol. Thank you for being able yeah. to, you know, us being able to say, see, My I told you to you can be anything shit. you want to be. You yeah. can be the president when you grow up. Thank thank you for the symbol. I'm thank happy you. my mama got to see that shit. You know, my grandma got to see it. My great aunts got to see it. You know, I'm I'm happy, you know. You know, it made them, you know, it jerked some tears out of them and it made them feel like anything was possible, even though you didn't do shit. But what you did do is you went out of your way to chastise black mothers and fathers and motherfucking kill Africans and Afghanis, but you didn't do shit to motherfucking help us over in this motherfucker. All right, cool, nigga. Mother made you, mother had you, motherfucker. You. May you have a good life. Uh, moving right along. Um, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> All right, man, let's get to this last topic. The last topic is churches ain't filling. Millennials and Gen Zers 
have done a mass exodus of fucking organized religion, be it be it the Muslim faith, the Christian faith, the Buddhist faith. They just they ain't going. They just ain't going. That's right. And I ain't mad at it. A lot of people are. You know, um, you know, and L ain't here to defend it, but you know, cause he, so you know, so basically, what's going on with Jesus in twenty twenty one? Right, like, Not like, why y'all ain't fucking with Jesus? The, hey, the I, kids now, they believe in what they see. Yeah. Um, with the way that the world is today, there is nothing um godly about it. Well, here's my thing: how am I supposed to believe what you telling me when the Pentagon just told me aliens is real? Here's the thing, man. Religion from your oppressor is always a hard pill to swallow. I can't do it. It just, it just, it I just can't do is. It. You know, you know, our, our uh, parents went for it or what have you, but religion from your oppressor. You can't shame me with the same shit you oppressed me with. You can't. It's just rough. This is the same it's shit rough. you used to enslave me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Told me that you was my master ordained by God. Yeah. And, 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 okay, your God wanted me to be a slave. How am I supposed to rock with that? And I, I don't like nobody who's, who, Accepts that you know, not what me neither. But it's just just leave me alone about swallow, it, man. It really is. You That's know? how I feel. Leave and me I mean, everybody finds a, a form. Of, I, I honestly look at religion as a coping mechanism. You know? Of course, <laughs> I look at I that really shit do. as a cult. It, it well, could be a cult. Some of them are that deep. Yeah. Um, but like I said, a coping mechanism. Some people are eat, function better within themselves by thinking outside of themselves. Oh, well, there's a higher power. Well, I got to well, give it over to him. Yeah. And I got to do this and I got to do that. So it makes them feel like anything that is beyond their control is of a higher power. Mm -hmm. And and uh, and that's will cool. we'll work out in the end. You know, what's hurting me now won't hurt me later because God said. Right. So, you know, it's always, I, I think, look at it as a Here's coping what I'm mechanism. tired of. God going to work it out. Boy, y'all been saying that shit for how long? Boy, the slaves was in the field saying that shit. God yeah. gonna work it but on But he didn't out. say that it wasn't gonna hurt. He didn't say there wouldn't be storms. But he promised the sun. Mm -hmm. Just like what the weatherman. But just like the weatherman. I mean, hey, if he get an 80 degree forecast right one day out the summer, that's weather Jesus. And I feel like he's Boy, I knock all this like, shit over. If you don't get your stupid ass out there and make this shit happen, I didn't gave you everything I could possibly give you. Like your parents tell you, I didn't gave you everything I could possibly give you to make this right. And you sitting your stupid ass. Now, turn, I won't say like, that I'm 100 percent against religion. Um, no, so I'm not. there are some things. I'm against like, their religion. But see, just like what you said, um, you know, I've given you everything. Get up there and do something. Now, yes, I'm I'm a firm believer in faith without work is dead. Mm -hmm. Nothing's gonna fall out of the sky. That's Even if you think you're gonna win the lottery, you still got to get your dumb ass up and go buy the ticket. Big That's right. You know. That's so right. I believe in some of those things, mm -hmm. but. These kids don't believe in shit. They, they don't believe, believe in nothing. nothing. No, they All they but, believe is motherfucking flaming hot meat and cheese, twerking. Everything nowadays is like, what you gonna do about it's it? The re it's the you know reckoning. I just said Nobody this morning. Wants, I said. They want to sit back and wait for government, police yeah. to do something. Man, yeah. that shit crazy. People man. talk about, no oh, you can't be vengeful. Make no mistake. It's the reckoning. It's not. Listen, my energy was level. The scale was yeah. balanced. Yeah. You came along and you took a weight out my scale and now it's here. And now I have to come kick that weight out your fucking ass Facts. to reckon this and make the scale back right again. So it ain't revenge, it's the reckoning. You fucked up my energy over mm -hmm. here. Now I gotta kick your motherfucking ass to make this energy right again. No, but see, you know, 
they always worry about how you came back at their ass, but they don't. They never they talk about what. They never what talk started. about exactly. Right now, you gonna say, "Oh, you don't have to get me back like that," but you didn't have to bring your no. whole ass over you here fucking with me. You don't have either. to meet. You don't get to meet her. My fucking retaliation. If mm -hmm. I say, "Hey, man." Don't say nothing else to me because I'm feeling the way. And you say something else to me and I slap the shit out of you. You had the option to not say anything to me. Right. But you chose option B. Exactly. So I chose option A to slap sparks out your stupid exactly. ass. Because I control this whole area over here. And I was good in that shit. You had all of that. You came fucking with me. You crossed the gun line, boss. Right. <laughs> Tell about the gun line, boss. <laughs> <laughs> and now you mad because you're towing the bottle of my foot in your ass. <laughs> Listen, man. When, if a motherfucker come to your door and they know on the other side of that door, you're willing to do whatever it takes to remain here. It's different. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's very different. It's extremely different. One of the problems is we don't do shit. You know? We sit back, we march. Who the fuck is fucking? If I know that I can do like whatever said, the fuck. Like they said, we pull out our phones and start recording. Right. If I know I can do whatever the fuck I think, that whatever comes to mind to you and all you're going to do is march, hell yeah, it's a free fall. I'm like, man, we can go over here and attack these people all the time. You know? They're not going to do shit but march. Listen. And they're going to beg us yeah. to be more merciful. The Bro. fuck out of Not here. even that. They gonna buy us T-shirts for the march and put their business logo on the back yeah, and have us marching and marketing. Yeah, hey, listen, listen, goof ass so it's niggas. Time out for that shit. Hell like, no, man, we won't go. Know, Brought to you by Kellogg's. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Bro, listen, I was just watching Equal Standard before I came over here, right? The Ice T flick, like, so this cop got off bogusly shooting this dude, right? It's a, a movie that Ice-T executive produced. Oh, okay. Uh, with Selena Johnson, Fredro Starr, Ice-T, a lot of them, and it's a dope movie. Is it a like, recent movie? Or yeah, it just came out. Oh, it just came out. Okay. what's the name of it? Okay. Equal Standard. Okay. It, go, it goes to stream in June 8th. I just got to connect where I got the stream before that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, shout out to the homie Tyrell. You know, but uh, look. So, <laughs> but look, peep, so... It was like, oh, there'll be no charges against this officer, boom, boom, boom. And the officers in, in the police parking lot celebrating with the other officers. Huh? Huh? You know, he's all like, and they shaking hands. And and the dude that died, his brother walked up. Preview of yeah, he video. said, he said, hey, he yelled out his name. Pop, 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 pop. Knocked his ass down. Like, oh, my God. I'm like, listen, guess what? Guess what they won't be quick to do no more? People only respect money and violence. These are the only things people respect. They respect money and they respect violence. If I slap the shit out of you and you don't do nothing about it, next time I see you and I'm feeling I'm feeling good, I might slap the shit out of you I'll again. Be back tomorrow. Yeah. Until you do something to stop it. That's it. Yep. You can't but just sit there hoping they stop coming back and slapping you. How the same motherfuckers that's constantly committing violence against you is telling you violence ain't the answer. I don't get that. They kill you, and then violence ain't the answer. And then what would Jesus do? Oh, God. And I, just a lot of these fucking millennials and Gen Zers, no matter what color, because they not buying it because a lot of these kids, because y'all closed all the black schools, so now yeah. a lot of your white kids and your Latino kids and your Asian kids are in school with these black kids, and they all homies now, and they all rocking together. Facts. So ain't none of them buying your bullshit no more. And then you go on their television stations to explain to them the oppression that they're inflicting upon you. It's like going to the bully and telling the bully, 
how much he's affecting your life. He's like, yeah, I know, nigga. I do this shit every day. I wake up every day thinking, and I'm gonna take your lunch money you tomorrow. Right. What the fuck is wrong with you? Right. It's crazy. <laughs> now I'm gonna need twice as much right. lunch money because you talk too much. Bullshit. You sitting there trying to explain to me what I'm doing to you. I know when what I'm doing. I know doing what I'm doing. doing. It's like, come on, man, stop. You know, so. So what you want? And that's, I, I hate that too. I understand that that's something to be said for closure, but sorry don't erase none of that shit. I'm not going to chase you for a fucking sorry. Fuck all that. Thing, I can make you sorry. I don't want, I'd rather make you sorry. I don't want you sorry. I don't even want your money. Anything short of bringing my child back into my home is unacceptable. Yeah. Oh, they paid them millions of dollars. You can't keep your money. I want, you can't, like, listen, you can't pay. There's no dollar amount that you can give me to make this okay. But I know what's going to make it okay, and I can't say it here, and I won't say it here, but I know what's going to make it okay. You already know. You know what the fuck you mean. You understand what I'm saying? Like, what's so, already known? Hey, what's already <laughs> understood don't never have to be discussed. But, like, listen, oh, they offered you $7 million. Take that $7 million and shove it up your motherfucking ass. And <laughs> take that $7 million and protect yourself. I'll see you exactly. later. Exactly. <laughs> i see you later. That's it. I'll see you That's later. It. You I'm need that way. more than Listen, I do. Yeah. And it's crazy because I'm just i watching this movie and the police chief brings in the black detective who shot, the, the white detective who shot him. Uh -huh. He was like, listen, uh, my heart goes out to your family. It goes out to the McKenzie family as well. He's like, look, I know what you're finna do. He take off his badge and his gun and go to hand it to do. He said, no, no, no. He said, like, listen, I'm relieving you of duty. Just know that I'm on your side. And then he pushed his gun back to the black cop. You gonna need this. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because he already know what these white boys is coming to try to do to him, yeah. right? Without, and, and basically, he like, look, I'm getting you out of the department to protect you. But keep your gun. Because you don't need this motherfucker, bro. You know, because he know, but like, listen, but these are the same motherfuckers that'll tell you violence ain't necessary. Facts. But when they come to them, they condone that shit. Yes. You understand? So you can't tell me not to harm you when you can't. Again, you don't, it goes back to you don't get to meet her. My fucking retaliation. And a lot of these Gen Z and millennial kids just ain't buying that shit because a lot of these religions is telling them to turn the other cheek. And, and then, like, I only got two. Uh, I only I got two. I've already. turned both of them already. I don't have a third one to turn, so fuck exactly. up supposed to do. And a lot of them are in positions where they don't. They feel like they don't have anything to gain nor anything mm -hmm. to lose. Mm -hmm. And and that's a dangerous place when you're trying to bargain with a motherfucker. Big These kids none seen the worst of the worst. It's shit that I haven't seen in my 43 years, and these kids saw it in they first 12. Yeah. So uh, you can't I, tell them shit. I told you I knew it was all bad for me when I first went to my therapy session. I was like, yeah, so I saw my first shooting at five, and she was looking like, what, five? You in kindergarten? I'm like, yeah. Bitch, like, what's wrong with you? Right. Why you ain't see one? Right. You, know I mean? you know what I'm saying? Fuck around with you. Know. You and slow? She, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? She's looking at me like, oh my God, Jerome, what's wrong with you? No, bitch, what's wrong with you? Why your life ain't like mine? Bitch, my life is real. Like Everything's signed and sealed. You know what I mean? Why my glass ain't like yours? <laughs> oh, oh. Fix it, Jay. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Because I've been talking. Right, right. Yeah. Uh -oh. He's Dude. been passionate as hell over there. Do something to make me feel, feel better. better. Hey, I'm saying <laughs> that's my shit. Hey, Amen. But that's what it is, though. But you know. But that, but that accident because, like, listen, mm -hmm. you guys aren't giving them. And shout out to my homie Rev, uh, 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 Reverend Boyd. Like, Rev is a young, brash asshole. Spent most of his youth being a fuck up like the rest of us. Mm -hmm. So, 
his church is packed. But like, you know, he was born to do this shit, but like he don't really rely on the word in the Bible. He relies on his testimony mm. because, you know, this motherfucker done so dope. He done did it all. Now this motherfucker is a fucking sharpshooter and a fucking gun instructor and a police and a pastor. Yeah, but this nigga is so dope. He done did everything. He's a fuck up like us, you know. Like you know. But I so. can respect that. Yeah. Right. What I don't want is a motherfucker that never walked in my shoes trying, trying to, to tell me to tiptoe around some yeah. shit. Right. We not doing that. So if I can see that you've been through some things, and that's what a lot of kids need to see. That's what mentorship is about, and all of that. Yeah, it's man. not just about what you should be doing. It's about this is what I did. This is how I changed it. You need to be an example. You know, don't don't say I'm I'm a work in progress. Be able to show your work. Sure. This I, is where uh, I was. This is where I came. Up. Yeah. I remember period. telling um what telling the principal at Sin, um the 2019 2020 school year. I said these kids will never relate to y'all like they relate to me and Coach Jones mm -hmm. because we used to be them, and they see what we are now, and we have tangible proof of what we came through and what we came from. And so they're going to listen when we say something as opposed to you who went to fucking Catholic school and, and your biggest problem was your parents was mad that you snorted cocaine at a party. Mm. You know, that no, nah, bitch, I was selling the cocaine that you snorted. You know what I mean? So, so that's that the statute of limitations between. has expired. On oh yeah, wait, but we I don't know, but uh, you know, man, it's twenty twenty one. We talking like, boy, I ain't sold no dope <laughs> since nineteen ninety seven. Shit, that shit been a wrap. You know what I mean? Shit, that was the shit we talking over them twenty five years ago. Shit, like listen, hey, y'all niggas should have caught me when I had the shit. <laughs> Fuck y'all. So, um, peep, next week gonna be a little different on here. And y'all will see it. Um, we we have a forum. We got uh, the homie Jr. Bang from some dude coming, and uh, the homie YP, aka Backwood Jones. We gonna have this forum on black men versus the media and black men in the media, and uh, cause we got some real shit that some points that we gotta really get across. And those are my brothers, so I I, I need them in my face when we had this discussion. And 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 you know. We're going to get it cracking. So it's going to be an interesting, man. Interesting one. So, uh, yeah, man. Until next time, I am Jay Hollins. And I'm going to be shine now and forever. <laughs> <laughs> you better fucking know it. And this has been episode 24 of motherfucking Fake Decent, the podcast. We will catch y'all on episode 25. Holla. It's Fake Decent. Decent. Decent.